supposed to be like a really tense moment with yeah. it's like all the all the the stupid ball things are yeah. flying out the sky and it's supposed to be like oh it's the end of the world yeah they're, they're murdering people you can hear screams in the background I think I think this was I think Russell T Davis was is, I think he's trying to be like oh like oh let's play a, a really upbeat dance song over over you know people getting killed and it will <laughs> be really dark and we'll be hailed as geniuses and it's just like dude it's fucking dumb. people are doing that in college yeah it's, it's not it's like b movie it's not, not b-movie they're not shit. pulling it off there you're not pulling it off in that's there, so. you know there's a difference between um uh malcolm mcdowell um singing uh um singing, singing in the rain about. whilst beating up that old man in yeah. clockwork orange yeah that is genuinely menacing yeah there's a difference between that and playing a fucking naughty <laughs> club, you know, dance track. Was a banger at the time. Doesn't need to be in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> uh- so David Tennant's a bit mopey over Rose in this series. Uh, Rose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, he is fucking mopey in this series as well. Well, maybe because maybe he'd seen the episode of um, Secret Diary of a Call Girl where Matt Smith, uh, coincidentally, plays one of um, Billy Piper's characters, um, clients, <laughs> um, and they have they have like an erotic love scene together. Mm. So maybe he maybe he saw that and thought, oh, I wish that was me. So, welcome to the Secret Diary of a Cool Girl podcast. <laughs> season one, obviously. Going to do one for season one and season two. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember how many seasons there are of that, um, that program. Yeah. But no, we get, we're doing Doctor Who season three. That's it, series uh, three, yeah. So, we, we did uh, one and two recently. The third series. The third series of... Of, uh, of New Who. Of New Who, 2005. I mean, but, you know... Canonically, it's probably. I think it's about. It's like season thirty-eight or something. Yes. Yeah. Season fifty-five or three. Yeah. Of um. Yeah. Of Doctor Who. Um. Continuing the the reign of David Tennant on from the second one. So starting with um. I'm going to call it the Hospital on the Moon. That's not the title of that's it. not but that's a bloody good title i actually. know right you should you should have, you should send that in <laughs> why are we having to fix doctor who yeah um that's a great title we've we've done it with the lord of the rings the sorry the hobbit titles yeah that is a good title and that was so, that's a quite, hospital that's a little bit better isn't it? Yeah, not I to like toot it. our own horn straight away well um but yeah uh the introduction of uh martha jones yeah um, uh, who is, I think, a great companion. I think Martha's a, a, a top top tier companion. Top tier companion. She's great. I mean, overlooked as well. Oh, uh, massively underrated. Unfairly, yeah. um, I think. I mean, had it not have been for the success and impact of um, uh, her successor, whom we shall. Um, talk about in the next podcast yeah i think she she, she would be she'd be one of my favorites mm. of all new who i really rate her especially after re-watching it um well the more i've re-watched it over the year i mean i watch it about once a year but the more i re-watch it 
as I grow up, the more and more I appreciate and like Martha, and the, yeah. the more she's climbed up the list. I mean, she, I must admit, at the time, I was a bit like. Um, Underwhelmed. Yeah. That's yeah. a good word because it's unfair. Because I wasn't disappointed. That, yeah, she's she was still good at the time. Yeah, but I feel like the um, the groundswell for Billy Piper at the time was mm. uh, huge. Yeah. So for it to not be Billy Piper, um, a lot a lot of people were disappointed. You know that she'd left. Yeah. So anyone who was stepping into the role as the companion is kind of always going to have a hard time and uh, i think uh martha jones falls into that that category yeah um but you know she's treated unfairly in that regard because she's really good yep um rose is mentioned far too often every in this series. flipping episode <laughs> yeah, it's it's only when you really rewatch it that you're like it's it's weird it's borderline obsessive um, and it really, um, I don't know if we mentioned this maybe in the second one, but it really does bring the character down of the Doctor. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of him being so, uh, you know, completely obsessed with the idea of, of Rose. Yeah. Um, you know, because he, he kind of strays out of the line of, um, you know, talking about her in like a good light, you know, of being like, oh yeah, the, you know, she was she was a great, you know, yeah. like in memoriam, he's kind of a little, he could have been a little bit like, yeah, she was she was great, yeah, yeah, like positive. It's just moping, yeah, it literally is, isn't it? Um, oh. and poor, yeah, poor Martha. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, case in point, I can't remember what episode it is. But it's it's one of the early ones, yeah. Where um, he like, I mean, the, I mean, the tenth Doctor's a fucking psychopath, really. I mean, he like, um, <laughs> he he like he like invites her on board and stuff, and he's like, well, come, let's go on an adventure, yeah. And uh, and she's like, okay, thanks. I I would really like to do that with you. I'm paraphrasing slightly, yeah. Literally. Um, <laughs> and and then and then he just immediately he he's just like, but you're not replacing her. Yeah, you're not replacing Rose. Do you understand me? You're not her. And Martha's it's so bit, violent. Martha and we, as the audience, are like, "Wow, all right, okay, mate, you fucking <laughs> psycho, narcissistic, all right, mate, weirdo." Yeah, it's um, yeah. If it was the first episode, or maybe just the first one or two, and then and then it kind of fades away because then he's getting this friendship with Martha. I would have been all right with it. I think. Yeah, because there's you can obviously have continuity, you know, but the the amount that it happens, I think it even happens like right near the end of the series. And there's one line where I think it's in the Lazarus experiment where he's just like, "God, Rose would know what to do." Yeah, what? What? How can you say that? Like, he's like, he just tuts, he just goes. "Mm." You know, Rose will know oh, what to do. Yeah. What? Why would she know what to yeah. do? Like, just because she's been on a on a load of adventures with you, she wouldn't know what to do when this giant monster she's never seen before appears. Yeah. Martha's it makes a doctor. No sense. Yeah. Rose was a fucking chav from an estate who worked she, in a shop. She she makes. What you makes know, she, yeah. Martha's a, a a doctor in training, 
an actual doctor, a medical doctor. Not not a not, she just call, she doesn't call herself the doctor. I know. Oh, it's just oh yeah. The rose uh, pining is is so distracting that that's why we've had to kind of go to it first. I think. I mean, Martha's probably the most um, normal. I mean, this is, it's fair to say, it's fair, you know, because getting into, like, I don't know, classism or whatever, but um, you have to be intelligent to be a doctor. You have to have, have done well at school and stuff. Yeah, of course. So I guess it is fair to say, and and a lot of the other companions uh, don't really have, they don't really do, they don't really have, like, jobs or or uh, that are as, as well regarded as doctor yeah russell t davis kind of um with his companions other than martha it's ju- it's just like they're just milling about that they could just hop yeah. on this adventure yeah. for like no reason exactly like, and i mean i mean yeah clara's a a, a, teacher. a school teacher um <laughs> but she can go missing for ages apparently like which you know i've, I've the utmost respect for but of course. again it's not um you know the doctor and teacher are, are there's a golf there. I think, uh, yeah, it's like golf. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. It's um, and anyway, um, it's, a, it's a little bit like it's quite insulting to her. Like it's insulting. He's insulting to her intelligence quite a lot. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but she sometimes I don't feel she gets a uh, time to to shine. With that yeah. intelligence, do you know what I mean? Like they haven't written her like um, she'd be able to work things out in her brain, you know, because she has yeah. to kind of uh, that is her job. Like she has to think logically and think yeah. critically. There's no point where that really, really comes to the forefront, except for maybe towards the end of the series. I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. Um, Freema is not the best actor. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know she was, f- she, she, she apparently she just got out of drama school when she got that the role of Martha Jones. She she just graduated uh, Mountview. Uh-huh. Fuck knows how she even got into Mountview. In my opinion, I know that's a bit mean, but um, I, I do sometimes uh, her acting is a bit um, on the nose. It's it's yeah, it's it's not great, but. Um, but you know, as a character, um, you know Martha. I mean, Martha's just great, mm. and she really does get a lot. She, you know, oh, and look, and I know that it's not reciprocated. So you, you know, it's, it's not like he's leading her on. But um, I really hate that. I hate that that unrequited love subplot as well. Yeah. I, I, and it also carries. It feels like it's just a carry on of the. Um, Rose underlying current of the character. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it feels like Russell T. Davis just kind of went like, "Oh, um, you know, Billy Piper ended up uh, loving uh, the Tenth Doctor, so why wouldn't the next companion? Yeah, who's you know a twenty-first century um, under thirties female. So it just feels it feels carried on. It doesn't feel yeah. like a completely new character. Yeah, and it does a disservice, I think, to yeah. Martha. To, you know, I don't think we needed it. I mean, we we you know we already had the sort of the um, doctor being obsessed with Rose and and not really appreciating her um, like undercurrent. Yes, we didn't need the unrequited love thing either, and yeah. it does sort of come out of 
nothing really. Yeah. Um, oh, he kisses her once. Oh, in well, the yeah, first he kisses episode. her, and then, and then like she's like immediately you know, in love with him. It's just a kiss. <laughs> like, it is, but it, I mean, it is. I mean, but I don't know. I you know, I I don't know. I, I we don't know how these things happen, but um, so. I can't remember the format of the second and the first episode. Is it? Uh, are we going to do favorite episode, or and then worst episode, or what we think's best episode and worst episode? Honorable mention. Okay. I think we did. Um, yeah, I can't. So remember your it. your favorite story? Yeah. Because it could be a two part. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then worst. Mm. Mm. Honorable mention. And uh, uh, yeah, this is going to be a difficult one. You this know? is going to be a difficult one. Difficult more so than the first and second. Agreed. Yeah, because um, it, it's yeah. So let's dive right in. Uh, I'm going to let you go first this time. I went first the last two times. Well, thank you very much. That's yes. my kind of you indeed. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, you can go first. Wow, I'm on the spot here. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, my well, all right. My least favorite story. Yeah, we're going least favorite. Um, oh, but they're they're different. You see, this is the problem. They're all they're they're all different. Um, I think the worst story is um, Daleks in Manhattan. Um, Good choice. I mean, bad choice. Whichever way you want to look. Yeah, at. Um, I. Uh, it's it's just um, it's just rubbish. Um, I, <laughs> it, it it was really bad. I really struggled to watch it. Actually, like I was sitting there and 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 I was just like, I really it's, just want this to be over. It's so cringe. There's no. Yeah. There's no Americans in it. <laughs> there's no American actors in it. It's just god awful. It seems so. Everything seems dumb. You know, and it's just. Yeah. You know. It's it's Pig like slaves. Yeah, it's like they say, oh, oh, let's do a story set and I know let's do a story set in like Hooverville in the thirties in in New York during the um you know uh, the Great Depression or whatever and throw the Daleks in there and then shoehorn the Daleks that um, temporal shifted from the season two finale. Yeah, that seems really dumb. It's just um it it's yeah and was it was just yeah it was dumb i mean it it it's weird as well like it could have been it could have been one episode um it could have either been a dalek story or it could have been a um i don't know it could have been a different story like a shady corporation snatching people off the street and yeah. turning them into pig slaves yeah. for some reason well, the pig slaves made um very little sense and I feel like it has the um, idea behind it as so many things in this series where they were like, um, what's the, you know, what's something that's kind of like sci-fi? Oh, uh, they're turning humans into like pig slaves. Mm. Okay. Shoehorn that into the story we've got of the Daleks in Manhattan. And then, you know, shoehorn, um, what else is another example for this series where they came across some ideas and they probably just had them on like post-it notes yeah and just stuck them onto episodes they'd already had in the running you know um it's weird as well because in this series particularly and this will continue it's like um it's like russell just decided that um 
rather than coming up with new and original ideas for aliens, he would just take animals and put their heads onto bodies. So you had like the the Jadoon. Yep, rhino heads. Rhinos in suits and you've got the pig slaves, which are just people with pig heads. And And then Chanto from the... Chanto's like an insect. Insect head. Lazarus turns into like a giant... Scorpion head. Yeah, thing. um, (laughs) Looking like the, the... the Scorpion King out of The Mummy Returns, the terrible CGI. Mate, The the Mummy Returns came out in 2001, and this came out in 2007. They are decades apart in, in technology, I swear. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. I think I could probably overlook The, the Scorpion King for for what year it came out. Whereas this, I'm a little bit like... There's there's been really good TV dramas with better CGI. Yeah, well, we yeah. and even in this, there's been better effects. Yeah, well, and and also that well, we we'll, maybe we'll get onto that later. But that whole scorpion thing with the with Lazarus um, experiment, whatever that episode was called, I thought that was so pointless. Another example of an episode that didn't need a alien of the monster of the week. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, Daleks in Manhattan was just god awful, stupid, uh, stupid Dalek human hybrid guy he's he's <laughs> and the geezer as well before there were oh. he was like he's a, the only american in it i think well i don't think the actor but the yeah only, but, the, oh, actually even that the accent's pretty he was like a bugsy malone like <laughs> new york gangster in a pinstripe suit and and what are those shoes called uh, oh um spats yeah and he's got like a in new york a guy like a he is talks talks like a he talks like a guy Doing a bad New York yeah, accent, literally. which is exactly what I'm doing right now, <laughs> and um, that was spot on. That was a spot on impression of a of a white middle class English guy <laughs> trying to do a New York accent, wasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's uncanny how I'm so good at that. <laughs> um, it's like you've done it before. Um, yeah, man, it's yeah. And then he just looks like a fucking tentacle headed thing, but he's still wearing a suit and spats. still wearing spats. The Dalek is wearing. 1920s spats um you know fucking black and white shoes and you're just like what is going on (laughs) you just i was kind of lost um in that episode because you're just like i know it's i know it's a show about sci-fi and fantasy and it's supposed to be for everyone like you know like the it's not for adults not just for kids um I just, yeah, but I was just like, even, even kids would just be like, I don't understand, and I don't know what's going on. This isn't, this isn't good. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of trash, isn't yeah, it? It's kind of trashy. Yeah. Who? Yeah, and it was um, dull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. Um, it was dull, and it, it was yeah. Tallulah was really irritating. I mean, she's um, she's on she's high up on lists of like the most annoying. Mm side characters again because it, she's not she's not even american it's just yeah it's the actors are not great you know andrew garfield doing his his southern american accent which seems to be the only one he can do oh he yeah does like, it in like spider-man all the films he's <laughs> he's got this southern american accent my name's yeah. uh peter parker it's kind of slow isn't it there's like... only one spider-man mate <laughs> his name's toby Maguire. <laughs> we'll get to that <laughs> we'll, we'll get around to that soon Spider-Man enough podcast. Um, 
but yeah, uh, he's not great in it. Like I like Andrew Garfield as an actor. Like um, I do too. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's really good in like Social Network. Yeah, uh, even though that, again yeah. doing a Southern American yeah. accent. Um, although the silence is it with the Mason? Yeah. Oh, we mate Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. I mean, he is supposed to be Southern in that one, so he actually is nailed on to be that. Yeah, Doctor Who accent in that one. He's just like um, they're like Adrian. I know you've, I know you've been playing um, uh, Spider Man, who's uh, from New York, but we actually noticed that you do a rather good Southern American (laughs) accent. And he's just like, oh, how do how did you know I I do do that? Uh, That's just my American accent. And he's just like, it's because you've only got one American accent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's just like sign me up for that Oscar um, so yeah he's he's not good at it uh, so wait well, I mean he's not even the worst thing I'm no just, I'm just having a pop at him because there's only one Spider-Man <laughs> um, the, the guy who plays um, uh, the guy who plays oh, what's the character's name Laszlo uh, no oh, the, the leader the leader of the of the Hooverville yeah um I can, I can cut Solomon. Solomon, yeah, that's it. Um, he, his accent is almost as bad. Mm. Like he's, yeah. There's just no. There's no. You can tell that the effects that they're not. They're not in. They didn't shoot it in America in Manhattan. It's all green screen. Oh God, yeah. It's all, it's all that late. This series has the most lazy effects, I swear. Yeah. Because it's 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 this it's this thing where you get you get the actors they're on they're on a uh, on a set with a green screen or they're they're outside at something that you can kind of mask off. Um, you can mask off. Uh, part of the shot mm. so case in point in this exact episode when Martha and the doctor touch down in America they they go to, they they land at El, no they don't land at Ellis Island at uh, the Statue of Liberty yeah don't they and it's that bit where they've just got some wall and they're staring up into the sky and you can tell that they've just masked off anything that's above that wall and then they've just got like green screen the Statue of Liberty there yeah and then you know and then they turn you know 180 degrees and it's just a giant green screen and they're probably looking at nothing but then the 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 backdrop is you know 1920s New York and it's just like it's just so lazy like they do that shot in this two-parter yeah a lot like yep. when they're when they're in Central Park and they're like looking at um looking at the Empire State Building, um, A, it's not that close. Yep. <laughs> like it's not it's not like a couple of streets over. You know, that's kind of insulting to people's intelligence. But the um the shot that they do all the time, it's just like all I can see is David Tennant with his hands in his pockets, it's from behind, and then Martha's standing there as well. Yeah. And it's just, you can just tell it's just shoddy green screen. And it's just, the shot, I'm just like, oh, it's so, it's so lazy. Like, it's, yeah. it's just rubbish. And it just adds to, adds to the blandness of the story and the, the, the you know, the shooting of it. Yeah, it's I mean, just, it's just, it's just, there's just, there's just nothing. There's, 
just nothing entertaining about it. There's nothing enjoyable. Even some of the worst episodes, like Love and Monsters, mm. I still would rather watch because it's, at least it, that's fun. Yeah. And, you know, so bad it's good. At least that's got some good characters in it. Yeah. Love and Monsters. Like Elton. Like Elton. Um, but, um, but yeah, this is, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just pants. Um, however, I have to admit, um, and this, this, this surprised even myself, um, my least favourite story. So that's what I think is the worst mm. overall. I think it's right. the uh, weakest. My personal least favourite is um, uh, The Sound of Drums and The Last of the Time Lords. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we re- rewatched it um, yeah. yesterday. So, yeah, um, but I mean, we 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 can talk about that late at the end if you when, if you want to get onto that. No, we'll we'll do we'll do worst for you know like worst and what you think is yeah. you know your least favorite. Okay, and then we'll do uh, the more positive. Um, but yeah, fuck yeah, man, rewatching it, it's not good. It's not. It's not as good as I remember because it's this is probably the first time in a while I've seen it. Maybe about ten years, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, it just doesn't really hold up. A lot of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, it's just, again, I found myself, I was really struggling to get through it and I was really like looking forward it, to it being over. Um, <laughs> I just think, I, 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 I don't, um, is it as bad as Army of Ghosts and Doomsday? I don't know because I really don't like that either. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I just it's just I, I, the idea. The you know the ideas is all right, but the execution, the execution of it is is really quite poor. And um, the the sound of drums was 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 more watchable than the last of the Time Lords, which is the second part, mm. which I really thought was was really really bad. I mean. Um, He's floating like a god. <sighs> oh, it's, I know. I <laughs> Why? Mean, I don't understand. A lot of it's really dumb. Like I feel like um, um, I don't know. I I feel like the the idea was too grandiose for them to be able to to wrap it up, um, satisfyingly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the idea of like, oh, the the master is the prime minister. Um, it's been like a year of like him taking over the earth and transforming it into this like massive weapon and then and then you've you've got all these these ideas for these big ideas for doctor who but then how do you circle back to the doctor saves the day yeah like there was no there was no logical good uh eventual outcome that you could write do you know what i mean like or that he you know that he could think of um yeah, it's such a shame. It, yeah. It's um, I you know, it, it, Utopia is all right. Um, I mean, I think the, other than the cannibals, the, I was just gonna say the that, that were shoehorned yeah. in like the pig slaves. They're just a bit dumb and they're they're just a bit pointless. But yeah, Utopia was was all right. I mean, I I um, I really love Derek Jacobi, um, and I really loved his his uh his master. Even though he's only, at, I think it's, I think it, I read it's like seven minutes, where he's he's the master. Mm. Um, but I'd really love all that build up with the, um, and you know he he's in just in that small, 
those small few minutes where he's actually the master and not Professor Yana, yeah. I think he's really menacing. He's got a real presence to him and he's, he's got this sort of really intense evil stare. Oh, yeah, he's really good. I would love to have seen him with Capaldi. Um, you know, and I just think... Um, and he's, he's, you know, he's, a, he's a knight of the realm. He's a very respected actor. Oh. Um, and, you know, what a waste. And... Um, but but yeah, it, it's I mean, but then but then rewatching it, I, I did. I remember saying to you like the whole. Now I watch it back, the it's the whole reveal of him being the master is so obvious and unsubtle now. Yeah, there's there's no subtlety at all after the first two or three hints. Yeah, you're a little bit like right, so he's a time lord. Yeah, and it could probably only be one because it's Doctor Who. Yeah, exactly. As soon as he's sort of like, oh, it's a. It's a, it's a box, a oh, time machine, a TARDIS. And you think I've oh, never think, heard of that. You before. think okay, well, yeah, exactly. You first thing you think <laughs> is, oh, I bet he's a time lord, and then immediately you think, oh, I bet he's the master, because who exactly, like you say, who else is he going to be? Yeah. So obvious. And then, um, yeah, and then as soon as he gets the fob watch out, I mean, it's just as far as I was concerned. Even when I first watched it, I knew it was game over. You know, I knew yeah. it was going to be the master. Yeah. Um, but th- that episode is better, or you know, slightly less of a mess than the 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 next two, yeah. the finale. Yeah. Um, I mean, John Sim deserved that. Yeah, John's John Sim's a great actor, and and I love him in Life of Mars and um, Life on Mars even. And uh, it, but it. Uh, Again, I have to admit, have rewatching it, I, I think his master's a bit camp and cheesy. There, there were some. Don't get me wrong. There were some really. There are some good moments where he's good, like the phone call. Yeah, he has with David Tennant is is a good scene where yeah. when he's when he's when he's reining it in and being serious. Um, uh, then he's he's quite good. But a lot of the time, I feel like he's just being very camp and over the top and. Bit like a cheesy, over the top like arch villain, yeah. Which I guess kind of fits in with this era, um, yeah. Because um, from what I've seen before, the I mean, the master is like a maniacal villain, yeah. But 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 <sighs> I mean, dancing to like naughty's pop songs and um, hey, that's not his Teletubbies, yeah. And you know, every time I think about something that's quite redeeming, like um, you know, like you said, the serious moments uh, John Sim gets as the master, they're intense. But then, yeah, there's no yeah. middle ground, is there? He's much better in, I think, in series ten with Capaldi. Yeah, because yeah. he's a he's a genuinely a massive dick in that, and he's really horrible. Yeah, and you 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 think, oh god, you really don't like him. Whereas in this, he's just he's just I don't know, he's just a bit silly. Yeah, um, I mean that that bit that where yeah where he's just like isn't isn't he, he's watching TV on his laptop and he just like he just like turns it over to Teletubbies. Yeah, and then he's just like that's real evolution televisions in their stomach i'm yeah. like that's a weird line like, the master's not... always it, it, to me the, the character of the master is always kind of similar to like the joker yeah and i just and and get like with the joker you it can either it can go either way i mean yeah. it can either be really good and dark 
or you it can be really bad and or it can be Caesar st- Romero. Yeah, <laughs> stupid and over the top and yeah. you know and I, and that's what I that's how I feel like with John Sims Master. I feel like he's he's more of a Caesar Romero when I when I want him to be more of a Heath Ledger. Here's the thing, he he kind of over time I know we only really see him here and then um Obviously, we'll talk about it later on down the line. Um, the end of series four. Oh God, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's even worse. And there, yeah, like, oh dear. but uh, I feel like once that's all over, yeah, once he's in series ten, it's it's a lot better once he's been removed from from Russell T Davies yeah. and the and the, and the and silliness the silliness, Teletubbies yeah. and, and dancing oh my god that scene where he there's two unforgivable scenes yeah uh, here comes the drums yeah and then they start playing the song here comes the drums again really dates it like, oh yeah it's like fucking mid noughties cringe and his wife starts like like dancing like yeah. she's drugged up in a club <laughs> yeah and um it's just supposed to be like a really tense moment with yeah. it's like all the all the the stupid ball things are yeah. flying out the sky and it's supposed to be like oh it's the end of the world yeah they they're murdering people you can hear screams in the background i think i think this was i think russell t davis was is, i think he's trying to be like all oh, like oh let's play a, a really upbeat dance song over over you know people getting killed and it, and it will be really dark and we'll be hailed as geniuses and it's just like dude it's fucking dumb. people are doing that in college yeah it's, it's not like b movie it's not, not they're movie not pulling shit. it off there you're not pulling it off in that's Doctor you know there's a difference between um uh malcolm mcdowell um singing uh um singing, singing in the rain the whilst beating up that old man in yeah. clockwork orange yeah that is genuinely menacing yeah there's a difference between that and playing a fucking naughty club, you know, dance track. Was a banger at the time. Doesn't need to be in Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it's... Um... And then the second one is... Um, is the... Again, the... What's the song? Is it... Um, it's Scissor Sisters. He literally's playing a Scissor Sisters song. Oh, yeah. In the... Like, and they're that. dancing. And... It's one of those things that's um I don't I don't know if I can quite get the, the script right, where it's like the song lyrics kind of pertain to what's going on oh, in the yeah. scene. Yeah, it's about getting old or something or um, about living or dying living and, or, yeah. and you know the lyrics are I can't decide whether you should live or die. Yeah. And it's like yeah, the master like is is in that mindset. Yeah. And that's why they've chosen the song for that set of lyrics. Yeah, such, the whole so- other so rest of the song dumb. doesn't make sense. Such shit writing. And it's just like, oh my God. It's this kind of thing I would write when I used to write stories when I was 10. It's literally, like, as someone who's done a B-Tech film, yeah. film and TV, that's that's what... They tell you not I ex- to do. That's what I'd expect, like, a script to be like. Yeah. And th- yes, you're right. That's the, obviously you're told not to yeah, to you, do literal. You, you'd get like a generous D for that. <laughs> yeah. Good effort. Yeah, I you'd see what you're trying to do, D. but it's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, never, please don't actually make it. Yeah. So it's it's like you're. I'm trying to think of a good example. 
Um, right, I'll go. I'll also go naughties with this example. It's cool. like um, someone's meeting someone for the first time or like the second time of chance meeting. Yeah, uh, and then they get their name wrong. Uh, and so much so that um, that's not my name by the fucking Ting Ting start playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's like a fucking... That's not my name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the level yeah. of fucking writing that that, sh- that yeah. scene is. It's and if horrible. you saw that in a movie, you'd, be, you'd just be like, it's, oh... You're like, what's going what on? F- it's not my name. <laughs> just because he said or she said that's not my name. Because that's how the character's feeling. Oh, my God. Oh, oh it's so awful. So subtle as well. It's so cringe. Um, like... And this is like the the level that Doctor Who can to get to at some points, yeah. where I can't defend it either. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so someone who hasn't watched Doctor Who, and like if you haven't, and you're listening to this, um, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it much service, but in it, it just it, it's just so bad at times. Yeah. And this is the epitome of how bad it can get. Yeah. The writing. But, and I agree with you, that's, I think my worst is going to have to be Lazarus' experiment. Okay. But I also agree with this as, like, least favourite. Yeah. So Lazarus' experiment is also a good example of just all the horrible storytelling and production and writing or that Doctor Who can just throw up at any point. Wasted opportunity. Especially having um, Mark uh, Gattis uh, in the series. He's a good actor and so a good writer as well. So frustrating. You know, <laughs> for him to be in one of the worst Doctor Who episodes mm. is kind of like disheartening, to say the least. <laughs> it had so much potential just stupid everything everything all it's just yeah you're it's just a stupid episode you know i mean it's such an in, it was in, a, 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 on paper it's a great idea and it could have been done really well but again they just ruined it with a stupid monster and mm-hmm. uh, we i think we know. said this at the time that um another way you know to kind of salvage it is to just not have a monster of the week yeah you know it's Absolutely. just to have the drama of him you know, losing his mind and yeah. going crazy and killing people. Yeah, like that great tortured episode that with the with the people who come are out of their time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so just about them coping. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the inclusion of the monster that really kills the drama because it's just like the 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 effects are bad. You know, the reasoning for it look him looking like a fucking scorpion like a giant scorpion is like oh um it's just uh, one potential Way of what that we could have humans can could have looked like i was just like what yeah, like that is, that oh and, oh, and the the stupid, machine unlocked that potential and it's just like, oh fuck man that's just uh, there's a lot of that that goes that flies under the radar in doctor who that we kind of look over yeah because it's not so fucking dumb yeah. Whereas that really is. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, this is what humans could have looked like, like potentially. Oh, mate, that's just. 
open Pandora's box of like what humans could look like. There's yeah. like trillions of ways we could look, and yeah. you've picked a terrible CGI scorpion. Like yeah. it's just like, oh man, that's just really bad writing for the, um, for the sake of having a monster in it. And they didn't need it because no. the best bit about the episode is the end where he's like human in the church. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good scene because it's so intense, quite dramatic. Yeah, um, and you just it just didn't need to be. Uh, there's yeah. always an episode a season where it didn't need a monster of the week. And it just is, needed to be dramatic. Yeah, that is this one, and that's Absolutely. this one. Hence why, because it yeah, it's just a, a wasted opportunity um, because you know. Uh, it wasn't written by uh, Mark Gass, but he, you know he's done a few episodes. But he he's a good actor, you know he's a good writer, and for him to be uh, involved in one of the worst episodes for me, yeah, um, especially of this season, hence the pick, um, is kind of like ugh, it's just ugh, such a missed opportunity. Mm. Um. But what is that's forty one minutes of uh, negativity. So what's um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what is the best story of the Ooh. series? There's a few contenders. Yeah. Um. There's also a few. Uh, well, again, my th- what I think is the best and what what is my favourite is a different. Mm. Okay, well, do what you think is the best first and then what you think is your favourite. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure they'll probably be similar to mine. Well, I think or they'll probably be, be crossover, yeah. It'll be wibbly-wobbly, timey wimey and stuff. So. I think the best story of season three is um, Human Nature and the Family of Blood. Nice. Um, you think that's the best? The best. Nice. I think it's the best. Uh, my favourite is Blink. And mine is exactly the same. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. In the exact same order as well. The, yeah. the best is Family of Blood. Yeah. The story, the two-parter. Yeah. Uh, but my favourite is Blink. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I would... You could argue, and I, I you know, on a, on a different day, in a different mood, I may have... Be switched. I may have switched them round. Or, or I may have said... I mean, I, I Blink is... Quite rightly, so uh, one of the greatest episodes of Doctor Who ever written. It's it's, yep. it's got I think it's got the highest IMDb rating of any any Doctor Who episode ever. Nice. Um, of I think it's a nine point eight. So it's too hard to agree with. Zero point two. Uh, hard not to hard to 10. disagree with. Um, oh man, that's that is crazy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. More critical eyes would probably bring it lower, but well, I do. I mean, the, the, you know, people a, a lot of. Hardcore Hoovians argue that no one says no one says that Blink isn't good. What people argue is that Blink is not a very good Doctor Who episode because it's it it's Doctor Who light. It's Doctor Who light, and and Blink is is quite often used as well, maybe mistakenly, maybe not, as a, a way of introducing Doctor Who to people. You'll think, oh, I'll show them Blink because it's so well written and it's so good. Yeah, but it's 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 not very Doctor Who-y. In no, it hasn't got has got the Doctor in it. There's no majority. Doctor. There's no Daleks. There's no Tardis. There's no well. There is, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so there's that argument. Um, so like, of all the sort of pre, uh, well, of all the Russell T Davis era Moffat stories, 
Blink is the most um, uh, the most sort of f- apart from mm. Doctor Who. Um, but it's just brilliant. I mean, it's just so it's just so good. I every rewatch, I'm 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 impressed with it all over again. Gripped. Uh, there's always something you're extra you'll notice. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you, if you if if you haven't seen it, it's about the weeping angels. So there's um. Starts off with the main character of this episode, um, Sally Sparrow, who is played by... Carrie Mulligan. That's it, Carrie Mulligan. Who, this is just just before her, like, pre, you know, huge stardom, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the, the reason why she's investigating the house initially, but she's investigating a, a, a derelict home like a mansion. Yeah. And she she notices something some writing on the wall under some some wallpaper and she starts to peel it off and it's it's got her name on it. And then when she peels off more it tells her to to duck. And she does and something hits the wall, doesn't it? She, I think it's like a brick or something. And um so she goes she goes back to investigate the the house with her friend um, who we're introduced to, and uh, her friend's brother, at the same time, and uh, the two go to the the house, and uh, her friend is uh, thrown back in time after someone knocks at the door. And whilst they're explaining that, in the he's the most sinister guy, he's yeah. like, he shouldn't be. Uh, it turns out that the guy knocking on the door is actually the grandson of her best friend who came with her to investigate the house. And while she's had her back turned, her friend has been thrown back in time by the weeping angels, these statues who cover their eyes. And it's about her obviously trying to work out what these, what these weeping angels want. And then the doctor gets involved with these DVD Easter eggs. And it's very layered. Um, It's, uh, it's really well done. Like, um, I think we said at the time, it's like, you know, obviously the bit with the DVD extras, because she has two different conversations, but they're the same, aren't they? Like, well, part of a conversation. You know, when they're in the, the DVD store, yeah, taking us back a bit, DVD store, um, and she has that initial part conversation with, you think she's having a conversation with the, the screen, but then when they actually have the conversation, they haven't said anything different. But it's a completely separate conversation. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's so well written. It's so clever. Not just that bit, but I mean, you know. it just shows how, again, how how just extraordinarily genius um, Stephen Moffat is as a writer. I mean, it, honestly, it's such a you know. Th- there are, you know, there are Hollywood films that, or Hollywood writers who can only dream of producing a, a screenplay of that caliber mm. quality, um, you know, and for a Doctor Lie episode to be regarded as one of the best ever in the history of the show, with with an IMDb rating of nine point eight, 
which is mental. I know. About right? it. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything really that's above an eight point nine of a series. Yeah. I mean, it's got a higher rating than the series itself overall. Oh yeah, of course. You know, Um, it's just incredible, and you know, it's just it's brilliant. I mean, it's just, I I, you know, I think maybe the reason people um, show it to people who aren't into Doctor Who is because it's it works so well as a standalone story. Mm. Even if you're not much of a a Doctor Who fan, you'll you you know you can't not enjoy this this story. I believe the Weeping Angels were supposed to be in another story, weren't they? Were they? Was, they were supposed to be in another in another story. I don't know whether it was with, within this series itself or the the later series, but um, they were just plucked from another uh, script by Moffat, um, and then they needed an extra script. And he turned it out in like a few days, He's a which is mental, isn't it? He's like a the Doctor Who light episode, highest rated one ever. Yeah, was literally not cobbled together, but like it was the Weeping Angels, which are like one of the most famous New Who, if not the most oh, famous yeah. New Who yeah. monsters. Absolutely taken from another script because there was too much going on in the, another episode and just put into this compact narrative that, you know, is just a one and done story. Yeah. Obviously you can have the weeping angels in other, because now they're an established creature, but uh, to, for it to have been taken from something else, uh, you know, you've still got to establish these monsters and what they want and what they can do for it all to be done in such a short period of time is, uh, also, something that's as impressive as the the story itself, yeah. really. Yeah, it's great. Sally Sparrow is a great character. I mean, yeah. I think she tops all the lists for all the videos I've watched yeah. of um, uh, best um, one-off uh, supporting characters, or like who people would like to have been a companion. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, she's great, and as you say, the Weeping Angels are just brilliant. I mean, they're up there with the Daleks and the Cybermen and the Master as iconic Doctor Who villains now, mm. um, because they were they were just great. They, you know, it just it's and it's it's so Moffaty, isn't it? There's so many Moffatisms, like <laughs> taking an ordinary, uh, something relatively ordinary, like Statue. statues, literally. Turning the a, most boring thing, you know, another case of him turning something that he was frightened of as a kid into a, a Doctor Who monster. Um, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and it's just, you know, it's, oh, it's just, no. I mean, it's no wonder that he, you know, that the 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 BBC made him showrunner because, mm. because he producing these kind of these kind of stories. Producing bangers, if you will. Oh, such a banger! Such a banger! Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's just oh, it's just a beautiful story. It's so clever, and everything's just you know, it's got romance, it's got drama, it's got time travel, it's it's got um, you know, absolutely terrifying uh, antagonists, and the way that they um, they do defeat the monsters is clever yeah. rather than just 
doing a Doctor Who um, and just uh, sonic screwdriver this. Yeah. Uh, red herring this. Yeah, or a prayer. <sighs> the the power of love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, you know... <sighs> yeah. The amount of times the power of love has... Uh, has kind of fixed uh, save the day yeah. kind of thing. It, yeah. it was literally like the monster's own power is what defeated them. Yeah. Is clever. Yeah. And they used it in a clever way because there was like four of them each side of the box. And then when the TARDIS disappears, yeah. what are they left with? They're just looking at each other. Yeah. Exactly. You know, their, their power is when you're, you know, when you're looking at them, or when anything is looking at them, they can't move. But when you you turn away, hence blink, it's you know they uh, they can't move. So you know it's it was a clever way of ending the sh- the the story up. Yeah. Or, but also the shots of uh, all the other statues leave it open for for you to think, oh, you know, where else could this have happened? Yeah. What else could you know? It always that that always leaves it open for a another story and b to make to keep you thinking about it post the episode. Yes, exactly. Which is which is a great thing. Like if there's ever an episode which has me thinking about Doctor Who after the episode, yeah, is always a win. Yeah, you know, is always job done. Yeah, you know, mission accomplished. Um. So yeah, it's just great. It's the Blink is a great episode. Um. Even as bit parts, Doctor and Martha do really well. Yeah, you know, and the they, they, David Tennant does really well in yeah. this episode. I think of they're like, still involved. Yeah, yeah. Especially when the detective who Sally Sparrow goes to, because obviously they they do the thing of like referencing horror films. Why don't they go to the police? And then immediately cuts to her going to a police yeah, station, that, that which was, does right. happen quite a lot these days. Um, you know, post maybe like 2010 horror films or or dramas that will will be meta and self reference. Why don't people in programs just go to the police? Yeah, you know, but they they did this really well because they involved the character, the character, the detective. The detective also gets uh, thrown back in time, like her friend. Um, not as far back, but he has to live his life to get a message to her from the doctor, which is you know. Um, great drama, a bit nice because um, the scene between them two in the hospital is really good. The scene between him and the doctor and Martha is quite good as well because you know he's he's telling them you know you got got to realize that you're going to have to live the rest of your life to wait to do this, otherwise you know she's in uh, Sally Sparrow's in trouble. Not just the doctor and Martha have to get back, which it could have been just like, oh, we've got you've got to help us because we've got to go home. Yeah. But no, she's still in in trouble. So the only way to help is to kind of survive, you know, to old age, yeah. you know, to to live your life, and you know, it has those moments of uh, moments of emotion, you know, where he's just like, I've only got until, uh, you know, I was told only until the end of this thunderstorm, and then that's it. Um, and uh, yeah, the detective's really good in it. And uh, yeah, so everyone is it plays an important role. Mm. There's no, there's no guff really. There's no like characters who are wasted. No, it's just yeah, it's just great script, great acting, great episode. 
But what about human nature? Yeah. And the family of blood. That is, um, yeah, I mean, that is a great story. Absolutely brilliant. Not written by Russell T. Davis, so that's probably why it's so good. <laughs> who wrote um, this one? I was based on a novel. Oh, yeah. It's a, a um, fan fiction novel. Yeah, it was uh, supposed to... So in the book, it's Sylvester McCoy's Doctor, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen that. And I haven't read it, though. Probably. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes sense, because he... She does... Ace calls him the professor, and he does have a sort of school teacher vibe going on. He does, yeah. So it would 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 have worked with them. Um... So anyway, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just a great story. It's it's it's, it's a clever idea with the fob watch, um, mm. and um, it's and you know the doctor sort of believing himself to be human, falling in love. Um, now the the now the, the romantic subplot in this I like because it works. What I why what I don't like what I can't stand is when companions fall in love with the doctor because that's dumb. <laughs> Um, but this one, this works, and I think it's really good, and it's really, it's really quite poignant and moving. Um, so um, yeah, and the the family are quite menacing. Um, certainly, the main son of mine is brilliant. Yeah. Um, is it Harry Lloyd? I don't know. Um, Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, Harry um, Lloyd. Yeah. He great. I mean, you know, the other, the rest of the family are they're quite all average. Right. They're not that. Yeah, they're not very menacing, but um, um, but he's brilliant, and um, yeah, it's just it's just a great story. I like the Love Actually kid is in it. I like his involvement. <laughs> um, I like the whole sort of um, the whole sort of thing where they where they the this, the sort of looming um, doom of of the, the First World War. Yeah, and how there's a few mentions of that and stuff, and. Um, because I think it yeah. happens the year before, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, 1913, I believe. So. Yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's just it's a great idea. It's just yeah, it's it's a great idea. It's a great concept. Um, you know the sort of the, the, the John Smith, um, him sort of being told that that all these all these crazy dreams that he has that seem like the most um, you know unbelievable fantasies that he's a, a, a an alien from another world who has a ship that can travel in time and space and he fights all these crazy looking monsters and all this stuff you'd think yeah you, that sounds like sounds like a lunatic mate but to then be told that's all real yeah and actually your whole life that you think that you've just you've led is is um it, it, it isn't real and and you have to basically basically have to you have to die yeah. To bring back this 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 doctor, this mysterious doctor figure. I like the scene. Um, well, I like a lot of it, but I like the scene where he is with um, uh, Jessica Hines' character. Yeah, the matron, uh, and he, she asks him. Uh, this is in the second part, I think. Um, to describe where he grew up. And he gives like a proper Wikipedia answer to Nottingham, yeah. where it all becomes kind of crystal clear to the both of them that it's it's all true, you know, as if they haven't been told already, you know, they've had they've seen the aliens at this point, um, and Martha's been, you know, very descriptive as to who the Doctor is and that it is John Smith, 
he is actually the doctor um but it's it's a, it's a really subtle like uh she she knows uh the matron uh but she needs clarification and she she asks him to describe his childhood not just where he grew up like what it was like and he can't do it yeah so he's obviously you know even though he's still he's still very much like doesn't want to believe it he then says it out loud and it's kind of obvious to him i think but yes that's a good uh, that's a good scene as if the rest of it isn't great it, it, it really is like it's it's the idea of the family of blood is really good it's like they're 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 aliens who can time travel but it's hard for them to do so yeah and they they want to uh, take the life force of a time lord so that their son can live forever and just fucking torment just fucking roam the ga- the galaxy, you know, uh, doing evil shit. And um, yeah, it's just that they are menacing, even though you can't see them. Like when you fir- we first meet them, you, they they don't they don't show you what they look like. Yeah, because uh, the the first one, I think it's like Jenny. I think she gets she gets um, her like body taken over, and she's just like, why can't I see you? Like I want to see what you look like, and she's. Like they they just palm it off. Like I don't think they wanted to design what they look like first, so they just they were just like in the script would just have why why like why do you want to know what we look like? Yeah. Um, when 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 very soon we'll look like you. Yeah. And they just take over a body. Yeah, yeah, and it's much better that way. Yeah. It's a good example. Then having uh, a fucking CGI, Slovene. you know, fucking worm or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't need that. You just need good actors. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. The scarecrows are, are a oh, yeah, that, bit that. monster of the week. E, yeah, but not. They're not. They're not that bad. They're not as shoehorned in as you probably think. I mean, they seem a bit. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, not pointless. It's just a bit like I don't understand why they're like. What, how, did the family of blood make them, or were they always there? Or did they take them over somehow? Yeah, that they possess their yeah. bodies or something. That's that's the one thing is that that's a little bit like iffy. But the rest of the story yeah, and the yeah. acting and the oh, I mean David Tennant's acting is brilliant in this. Oh he's yeah, really like... great. I mean, you know, especially as uh, well, uh, uh, only as when he's John Smith when he's playing a human and he's he's sort of, you know, he's really good in this. And this is a great example of how I think he's the the character of the Tenth Doctor doesn't showcase yeah his amazing acting ability and range whereas this kind of does yeah there's that yeah. there's a really difficult scene where he, he they're you know both uh jessica hines and and martha and and uh the uh, love actually boy yeah they're all basically there and they're, they're saying, you have to um you have to do this and he's like crying and he's like why i don't want to yeah i don't want to i don't want to be this man i want to be me i'm me i'm john smith you know yeah so that's really good, really good stuff. I um, also the scene where he is the doctor and visits um, the matron, and then he offers for her to come. Yeah, and she's just like, no, no, <laughs> is a, a great, great episode. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Isn't that's a great it? scene. She proper tells him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's uh, it's it's a look at the doctor as well as um looking at uh people who kind of know the risk 
and yes. have seen the yes. the danger because yeah. a lot of people haven't seen the danger who come on board with the doctor the real danger yeah and that's when she says um if the doctor had never came if you'd never chosen here at random would anyone have died and he just goes no exactly and she's just like how could i why would i want to go with yeah, you when that's what happens yeah and that's like oh it's not such a great scene that's so one rare, of the one of the best reactions um to the doctor asking someone if they want to come with them yeah. and it's a no yeah. So, you know, it's... I wish that happened more. Yeah. What happens all the time is, is that he asks people to go with him. And, and they're once like, they've seen some really good. Yeah. Positive. They're like, they they're, might have seen. They're like, oh, well. do you know, oh, now nah, I would love to, but I've just I've got things to do. I've got to feed the dog or whatever. <laughs> no one actually says, uh, like, why would you eat? Why would I want to go with you? Your life when people are people get to die. Yeah. You're a dangerous person. Yeah. I don't, you know. But for for the for the actual storytelling wise, I'm kind of glad they do. Otherwise, that'd be a bit wouldn't be boring, but it'd be a bit be a bit empty. Yeah, if there's no companions. Um, yeah, I, you're right. That is a great moment. Yeah. So, but the you know the dynamic between the two, you know, the the love story is kind of really good. Um, unfortunately, again, underpinned by Martha being a bit sulky because it's not her. She yeah. definitely has a has a bit of a. She, she, I know, I know. She, she, you know, is apparently in love with him and stuff. But it's really apparent in this episode, isn't it? Like it becomes more, it becomes really apparent because this is like halfway through the series. Yeah, and it, it's just unnecessary and yeah. annoying. However, having having said that, imagine if it had been Rose. She'd have been oh my proper throwing her toys out of the pram. Oh, it'd be out. Of... I mean, the slightest. It'd be unreal. Like... Of, an, of, an, of another. We woman. said this in the in yeah. the second episode. Uh, if like, you even what? mention a woman, like Rose would would be like stone face, <laughs> yes. fucking fire and brimstone. But yeah. at least Martha is a little bit like, why isn't it me? Like, uh, yeah. she's a little bit empathy. You're a little bit empathetic. But like, she gets oh, on with it. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. She she still fucking she still plays the role of of the um of the maid without yes. without any fucking she, you know. Yes. They do kind of mention it in, you know, they have a bit of a uh, bit of racial tension in it because she's black. Yeah, yeah, which which is historically accurate. Exactly. And she handles it absolutely fantastically. Exactly. Like again, she's another person who's just like she fucking tells them what's what yeah. and she's like she, with, you know. without making without highlighting it yeah so i think it's jessica hines says to her um uh, when she says i'm a doctor i'm a, I'm a really am a doctor yeah and jessica hines says oh uh, she's like a woman doctor and uh, of your skin of your color, color. And, and i was just like i can't remember them going this racial but the, um, but all she does martha she doesn't she's not she doesn't like go how dare you yeah she just goes Right, this, these are the bones in the hand. This, this, yeah. this, this, Lists this, them all this. perfectly. Yeah. Shows Jessica Hines up, and then she's like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. maybe you are okay. And then it's just immediate respect. Yeah. And that's, that's how you handle things yeah. like that. Didn't cry about it. Um, Perfect. Uh, because there was, that, yeah. that kind of thing was about then, 1913. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you, if you had a, if you had a, a woman of colour working, working in a boarding school, yeah. English boarding school, definitely gonna make would would be would be hard graft time for her yeah Yeah. um but let's uh with with that she played the role martha and didn't 
she didn't she didn't sulk about it, which you, I mean, even in the school reunion, Billy Piper was like, oh, I can't believe I'm working as a dinner lady. Like, yeah. bloody hate in this. Yeah. She would have been fucked as, uh, uh, you know, but a maid that, in a boarding school. Well, that just sums it up, doesn't it, really? <laughs> Martha just... <laughs> she's just like... Does it. Does she's, she, she's just like, right, you're a, you're a racist bastard. Um, I, you know, no one likes you. And then kind of, yeah. it's just... But she's all like focused, like yeah. we're here because we have to be here. Because if not, then yeah. we're going to get killed. She is the very model of, yeah. of a faithful companion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know she's still always on mission, even when she's a little bit like a little bit sulky about you know you didn't tell me what to do if you fall in love with someone, especially when it's not me. That kind of line. It's yeah, just like uh, could have done. Yeah. Could have we could could have cut that, that yeah. end of that bit out. But I'm just like ah okay. Like, but she's still on mission yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, props to Martha. Um, one positive about the one good positive about the series and positive about this episode as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, the the World War One aspect yeah. of like you know it's a very um, you know it's a very um, uh, I don't know why, but I'll compare it to this. It's very an Inspector Calls, isn't it? Like, it's a very like in hindsight look at the at the period. Yeah, you know, you know when like they have like nods to this in um in that book where they're like, oh, the, the SS Titanic ne- will never sink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. another world war never gonna happen. Yeah, you, you know. Whereas this is just like, oh. Uh, they're preparing for war, and they're like, "World War never going to happen." Yeah, but, but but be prepared. Yeah, it's very it's a very um, good look at like that time period of yeah. like we're coming out of like kind of colonial era into the First World War, and just what they were doing at that point in time at these at these boarding schools. You know, they're just like, "Oh, it could be," uh, you know, in, in the in the episode, they say you know it could be um, like a spearman at the at the at the gates, and it, and then Tim is just like, but we've got machine guns, like yeah. we'll just absolutely slaughter them, and then the teachers are just like, yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a real, it doesn't shy away from anything really. No, no, it doesn't at all. Um, so it's a really good um, episode in terms of like looking at the time period and being quite blunt about it. You know, not not romanticizing world war one yeah. which you could you could have they could yeah. have been like yep yeah you know uh, union jack and all that yeah, and uh, yeah. you know we we had to do what we had to do we want you yeah yes. it yeah. could it could have been very um it could have shied away from everything and been like oh look um look how patriotic these children are taking up arms um so it, it was good at looking at the um, at the time of the subject matter yeah in a serious was, light it was respectful as well oh yeah very i respectful. really like the scene where they they visit, uh, they visit him as an old man when he's mm. when he's being honoured at the memorial. Yeah, um, they're like they had to make a hard choice, and these kids went through a hell of a lot, but you know, still got to respect what they did. Yeah, and they they didn't go OTT with the the respect of like um, the veterans either. You know, like they could have been really bombastic, but it's just they 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 visited him whilst he was at his town um during um i'm guessing during like a ve day or um uh it was just um 
you know a memorial service yeah yeah and uh yeah no well yeah it's probably um it was it was remembrance it was, yeah that's so it got yeah, copies yeah on, it's, it's it's really quite respectful yeah and uh, and tasteful not ott yeah. kind of cheesy it's very um very good um but yeah it's just a great episode you know the mon the monsters are, are scary enough you know even though they're just inhabiting human bodies that's mm. probably on harry lloyd very good acting and yeah it's just it's one, a really good story one one thing I, one criticism i have one thing i don't like yeah. is um uh and this is not criticism of the story it's a, another criticism of um the tenth doctor's character <laughs> i don't like the um the resolutions a bit it's 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 oh yeah we haven't talked about the the punishment it's um yeah it's like the way he like first of all the way he defeats them is he like just like pull pulls a bunch of levers yeah which causes the ship to blow up and then it's like okay so that's it um all right we could have just thrown a grenade at them yeah. but i don't know <laughs> But it's after all that build up of him, you've got to turn back into the doctor. Yeah. Uh, all he does is is like pull a lever down. It's like the it's like the red button again. Oh yeah. And blows up the ship, and then suddenly the family are they're like, stuck there. yeah, but uh, there's still four of them. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. And then yeah, and then the punishment. I mean, so brutal, isn't it? over the top, and severe. And again, it's like it's just going back to the tenth doctor's character. Is he's he's all like. One, you know, he's all like funny and and you know cheeky and you know flirty, and and then just with a click of a finger, he's just completely mad and really quite he's, uh, angry. The the punishments are quite psychotic. Yeah, they are. And I think at the time I probably mentioned this. They're very much like I don't know if it was actually on this subject, but I'll say it anyway. It's very much like White Bear from um, Black Mirror. You know the the, the episode oh, yeah, where yeah, she yeah. Um, she's on. She thinks she's in a. She thinks she's in a town. Yeah, um, but she's actually. But she's actually a on criminal. a game show that's yeah. about yeah. teaching criminals a lesson. Yeah, basically. Sugar Rush Bird. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it it really feels like that. It's like you're a criminal, so here's some. Um, on the nose punishment yeah you know because uh harry lloyd's doing the the narration um son of mine and he's just like um you know uh i wanted to live forever and i'll live forever over the fields of england as scarecrow and you know the the doctor um we wanted to be immortal and the doctor made sure we we got our wish in like the most sadistic ways yeah. like one's just putting in impenetrable chains forever yeah. like and then one she, the the little girl gets to live in gets trapped in a, in a, in a fucking mirror mirrors. dimension yeah for the rest of her the life mom, does mum gets put in like a general zod glass case thing floating in space or something oh she, she gets um dumped into a, a black hole oh yeah to live forever <laughs> yeah basically just scream it's a fate worse than death it is yeah all of them are so over the top and it's just like it's a kid show <laughs> yeah well, it just, <laughs> like, i mean what that's horrible just uh, throw them in prison yeah take them to the uh, shadow proclamation or, or 
keep them in the TARDIS like he does, yeah. you know, in in like a, you know, like a, he could lock them in a thing in the TARDIS yeah. or something. The TARDIS has like infinite rooms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in classic Who, TARDIS has got a swimming pool in it, you know. <laughs> yeah, which he is, does mention. Yeah, and it's got, so, you know, it, it but... Yeah, but yeah, I, that's dark as fuck, it's, isn't it? It's, but it's, it's it's so it's the temp it's so it's so tenth doctor. It's so tenth doctor. So over the top. Yeah, you know it's it's. Um... And the more that we've watched the rewatched these Doctor Who's and obviously talked about it, the mm. more the more it's come to light for me. Because the the more we're watching it, yeah. um, the more I'm like, that's about five separate episodes where you've had the David Tennant angry stare. Yeah. And it, you're just like, holy shit! Yeah. You're like horrible. I think it beca- <laughs> I think it becomes. I think the, the people more, need to think about. Yeah, that. the like, more you watch it as you as you get older, the more I sadistic think, it I looks. I think the more the the more you you start to realise, and I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people deep down think this, but they don't want to admit it. No, they blame. You start out. to realise how the tenth Doctor's not very. Nice. No, he's not. And <laughs> just because he's good looking, it's, he's not very nice. And 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 you know he, the the whole the whole David Tennant era is kind of overrated. Um, well, he his doctor anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's a good segue into because I, I think I I, I think the tenth Doctor's at his most. Um, I don't know. <sighs> unlikable in this series oh yes i mean like in series two i mean you know as as i've as i've got as i've gone on about before i don't (laughs) like the his his romance with rose but i do appreciate the fact that he's just getting to grips with the character and he's trying to find his feet and stuff but then in this series all the um you know all the sort of david tennant isms start to come in to play in this series you know like the hair and the the uh, Alonzi, yep, and the the so wow, 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 wow. <laughs> well, and he, all those little wow. things he does, and the, you know, um, you know, when he's thinking, and he sort of does this weird thing with his voice, where he sort of talks like this, and then goes, wow. He, he he really frosts his bottom uh, jaw. Well, I know he's Scottish, but the way the way he emphasises every word. You know, oh, and Gallifrey and the moons of the stars and gold. Like, why are you talking like you, you, you're having a stroke? It, it's really... <laughs> and all these things I used to love as a kid, I now just find really irritating. Um, you know, and like when he's shouting and stuff and, he, you know, um, I just, I don't know. I just, And he gets better yeah, in yeah. series four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like you said, we're saying where this is the the series where he's quite the most unlikable. Yeah, I believe is it's kind of bookended by two where he's getting to grips with the character. Yeah, and four where he where it's good he plays off Catherine Tate. Yeah, so you know it's just a bit of an oddity in terms of a series. Yeah, um, in general, um, in so many aspects, and especially. Uh, the ones we've just discussed yeah. but would you give any honourable mentions to any other episodes yeah. in this particular um, series yes um, 
but I'm going to have to look look at the list. Yeah. So you can go I'll first. I'll go first. Um, uh, I'm going to say The Shakespeare Code. Um, because we pretty much talked about every other episode except for one, I believe. Or two, actually. Um, okay. And one of them is really bad. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Shakespeare Code, because... It's another one which we've touched upon uh, in the last one, probably a little bit in the first episode as well, where I more appreciate, or I appreciate more the going back in time historical episodes now that I'm getting old. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go for Shakespeare Code uh, because it is a good episode. You know, the ending resolution uh, is a little bit iffy. But um, but you know, uh, Dean Lennox Kelly as Shakespeare is really good. Yeah, um, he is good. Yeah, I just he he really makes the episode because you know he's um, you know there's a lot of the David Tennant and you know the Doctor Whoism of um, the Doctor mentions something about the historical character. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, um, that gets a bit. It gets a bit... Yeah, all annoying. right. Done that joke seven times now, yeah. Twice in an episode, and then it's done. Yeah. All right? Once at the beginning, yeah. once at the end. All right? Yeah. Um, but there's there's enough of it that I'm like, that's oh, quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good. But uh, yeah, the um, him playing Shakespeare is really good, and their interaction, and then obviously uh, Martha's interaction with uh, Shakespeare as well. Um, good line in uh, the last episode of the series where uh, she's talking to her contact in the rebellion or whatever against the master and he's just like you've been into space she's like yeah and i've met bill shakespeare as well yeah that's that's a good line um but yeah it's, it's a it's a good episode again it's um it's resolution is a bit but that's doctor who in historicals yeah. they go together like you know i don't know good stuff mate i I completely agree obviously i love the shakespeare code because i'm you know i love shakespeare yeah um i i wasn't never gonna not like that yeah i completely agree i would have picked that too um yeah it's like you said historicals are great um it's fun um the witches are quite good villains yeah yeah. they they they, they're They're not too they're not too bad again for me the only thing that wrecks their characters is like the ending it's not yeah. it's not amazing but yeah as as um antagonists for the episode they're really good yeah and it's good that they you know it's 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 for it's a good homage because they're sort of they're supposed to represent the three witches from Macbeth. of course so they basically they've taken a shakespeare villain and yeah. made it a doctor who monster yeah. which is a great idea yeah um yeah and i love the whole like um the 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 lost play thing which is a, which is a, a real um tying it into real theory. history yeah you know and how that how that how that's how it got lost because it was it was in doctor who yeah um because it's part of a doctor who story yeah um super hands is in it um yep. he's great he's he's obviously he's 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 off the crack in this one because he's sort of in, has withdrawal symptoms <laughs> yeah. he's he's in be- yeah. uh, uh is it bedlam yeah He's yes, in Bedlam because he's he's just he's off the crack. off the crack, yeah. and obviously, as we know, Superhands loves crack, loves crack, even though it's a bit Moorish. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I agree. It's a great episode. Um, it's um, 
yeah the, yeah i really like that line as well in it it's one and it's one of the many uh you know oh this will i've never fun- thought about this will be a funny thing to say because it's shakespeare but i, I do like this one i'll tell you for why because um it's a bit meta Ooh. and it's where um we love meta on this show. i think um yeah i think shakespeare is talking about um he's talking about his son uh who died hamnet um and uh, and he and he said you know um he says something about oh it's you know it's 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 the inevitability of death you know to live or not to live to be or not to be and then he goes he goes oh um uh, you know and he's like oh that's not bad and then i think david tennant then uh, says to him yeah you should write that down and then shakespeare goes mm, i don't know a bit pretentious <laughs> and the reason i love that is because david tennant had played Hamlet on stage, um, so I think that was that was like a nice little meta mm, sort of like a nod, nod a little diggy jab at, at him. <laughs> um, nice, but well, a bit pretentious. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really like that. Um, well, I my honourable mention was going to be forty two. Yes, um, I thought it might be. I love. Because I love Bates Under Siege episodes, and I, I really did enjoy that it was pacey. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's forty two minutes set in literally. real time. Yeah, it's it's a non stop roller coaster ride. It's mm. pacey. It's action packed. It's got an all right monster. Um, it's high high drama um, from start to finish. Um, you know, the stakes are really high. Um, however, I. I, I'm I'm not officially entering it into the honourable mentions Hall of Almost Fame. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm, da, 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 da. I'm not going to enter it because uh, it's written by Chris Chibnall, <laughs> and I fucking hate Chris Chibnall. And, I, and, I, and he's he uh, he. I mean, I think it, it's well. I don't know. Maybe there's a couple of good tortured episodes, but. This is his. There bio. really is actually. So, um, written by him. So, side note: I, I watched uh, Torchwood season one. Yeah. At the same time, um, which was airing at the same time. As yes. Um, appropriately. And uh, I've not to caveat too far away from talking about Doctor Who, but I think Torchwood is the best spin-off show of all time. Doesn't matter what the genre doesn't matter what the what else is out there um if you've had a main main series that's had a spin-off you know and that's counting all the csi or all the special victim units law and order and all that shit mm. torchwood is the best because it's just compact episodes with a sh- kind of small arc over each series mm. the finale of torchwood series 1 is bad but everything else leading up to it is pretty good Mm. or great Mm. um it's got four episodes i think uh might be three or four episodes out of the 11 12 show run that are just exquisite drama after exquisite drama Mm. like they're really good like they're really good yeah um, which I can't find that in Doctor Who. Yeah, 
it's hard to find that Doctor Who. Yeah. You know, we've we've talked about like our favorite episodes and honorable mentions is pretty much four episodes. Yeah. And you know, Torchwood's got more than four good episodes in that one series. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's got four in a row. I was saying it's it's rare to have four in a row. So comparing it slightly to Doctor Who series three, because they were close, and obviously John Barrowman joins them in the the finale, which you haven't really kind of talked about, but um, oh, you know, it, yeah, it's 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 weird because it's it's so good, and some episodes are done by Chris Chibnall, um, and begrudgingly, I'm just like they're great episodes. Yeah. Um, and there's some good uh, episodes from his in Doctor Who, but it just puts a finer point on how bad it's is now. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you think like, why isn't it like that? Like, if it was very similar to how he's writing these uh, s- singular episodes, yeah, you'd be like, this is good Who, maybe not great, but, but good Who. I mean, for yeah, but the, the, a bit. Of, I mean, forty two is his best. Doctor Who episode, and that's not saying a lot. No, that's Doctor nothing Who episodes like. Episodes yeah. are not great. No. Um. So you know, yeah. it, it's um. Sadly, it won't make the the hall of. And I can't of... forgive him for what he's he's for, for what he's done. He's he he's completely ruined the show. He's destroyed it. And all you people out there, all you fuckers who were moaning <laughs> during the Stephen Moffat era when Peter Capaldi was the Doctor, oh, it's not as good as it used to be, oh, the Doctor's too old now, oh, it's, oh, it's, I don't understand what's going on, because I've only got two brain cells, well, you fucking, you know, this, you are, you wanted this, do you are, this is your, the, you, you're to blame for this, <laughs> you lot, because you were, you know, you were calling for their heads, and you got them, and now look what we've got, shit, we've got Chris Chibnall and Jodie Whittaker, instead of Moffat and Capaldi, I mean, you know, it's it's like it's like I've got a good metaphor for you, right? Go on. It's like when it was the when the Moffat when we had Moffat when during the Moffat era era, which I think it was the peak of Doctor Who, in my opinion, better oh, than yeah. Russell T Davis. It's like you had a really good cup of tea, really nice cup of tea, but for some reason, people who were moaning about it. Oh, we miss David Tennant, and and so oh, I don't like this cup of tea. Can you make me another one? Even though there's nothing wrong with it, and then you come back with a really shit cup of tea, and give it to him. Then there you go. Here's here's a cup of tea. Here's a really shit, badly taste cup of tea that was made terribly, and now this is what we've got. And anyway, I can't forgive Chimnall for that. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, to whoever worked on Forty Two, yeah, I'm so, I mean, yeah, because it was good. Like, I'm sorry to the cast and crew and the, and every, everyone, but um, it, I, I can't, um, I can't forgive Chibnall for what for what he's done. Back to the Torchwood side note, Noel Clark um wrote the combat episode. You know, the one about the uh, Owen. Oh, the Fight Club. The fi- Fight yeah. Club. Noel Clark. Wrote. Wow. So to tie it back into Doctor Who. Wow. Um, and that's a really good episode. Which ones did Chibnall write? Uh, the worst one, End of Days. What one was that? The last one. Oh, there you go, you see. Um, yeah. And also Cyberwoman, which was uh, oh. all right, but 
Yeah, again, but it's like it's the Cyber Woman. It's like forty two. It's it's not it's not it's not bad, but it's not amazing. It's it's, it's a, a bog standard. Yeah, it's not a go to yeah. episode. Who, I, I've got to say that um, who wrote the the um, time travelers one? Uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his second name. Uh, Catherine uh, Trage- Tragina, right? Um. Because that is a banger. That is a banger. Yeah. Uh, I see anyone uh, that and Captain Jack Harkness are the ones she wrote for that. Yeah. Um, which I really like. So Captain Jack Harkness is the one where Jack uh, uh, and meet, Tosh uh, he meet, uh, get yeah. get stuck in the forties, and they're two really good bangers. They are bangers. Yeah. So why wasn't she the new showrunner? Literally, from <laughs> they keep killing Susie to Captain Jack Harkness. So it's five, actually. Five episodes in Torchwood. They're absolute banger episodes. But then this, this series of uh, Doctor Who was was a bit of a mishmash, wasn't it? It was just a bit of a... I mean, we did say that series two was a bit up and down. But I think I think series three is more, more so. I think it's... No, yeah. actually, actually I'll, I'll probably redact that. That's... I feel like series three is not as good. Do you think? Mm. Mm. Seeing as we've only really had positive things to say about four episodes. The rest is either an honourable mention or not very good. Maybe you're right. Yeah, but I... Oh, yeah. Nah, it's not good. It's not... Nah, mm. Well, all right, but I mean, all right, but like, like um... if you're a fan of uh, tenantisms, it's the it's the series to really start from. But no, all right, well, yeah, I mean, circling back round to the finale, mm. the end. Um, uh, yeah, I mean. Jack's, I think Jack's wasted again. I mean, he, he's not. I don't really understand why he, what the point of him being there is. What there is isn't one to the story. <laughs> no, there isn't. What one. does his presence do? Nothing. It doesn't affect. It doesn't affect anything. No, his character being there doesn't affect the plot of. If they tied it in with Torchwood and yeah. had the, imagine if, if the Doctor Who finale and the Torchwood finale had been a crossover episode, mm. that would have made it sense because exactly. they would go happy they would be airing at the same time mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't understand why they didn't do that i thought that was the whole point of i torchwood. actually think um i actually think torchwood was after the doctor who no that can't be right because he maybe there was a mis- the, fu- break. The, the um the finale to uh, Torchwood the first series was the 1st of January 2007 so then they must have done the whole of series 3 of um, Doctor Who yeah yeah so they had to, so Torchwood was first yeah. and he runs off that make well that makes sense that does make sense but yeah it would have would have been better if it was somehow tied in. Tied in, but yeah, yeah no. I mean, yeah, Jack uh, is just a bit of a wasted character in yeah. those three episodes. And the, made a little bit more sense in Utopia, Utopia, yeah, but absolutely zero. He was just there. He was just happened to be with the Doctor. Yeah. 
because he clinged on to the it, uh, after that TARDIS. Yeah, that um, uh, yeah, it's um, and that whole thing with the Doctor becoming like that. You know that thing where the Master makes him older, older by a hundred years. He's not going to look like it. Doc, the Doctor's a Time Lord. He should have said ten thousand. Yeah. Years. He lives for hundred, like it, he, unless he's killed and has to regenerate, he 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 ages extremely slowly. Yeah, he can he can live for hundreds of years and only look bit of an a oversight. little bit older. Bit of an oversight, you know. Like the, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they hadn't established that yet in the canon, but you know, the, as we said, the eleventh Doctor spends a thousand years on Trenzalore, mm. and and he ages to what he ages he, a little bit. Yeah, he, he ages so he looks like eighty. Yeah, to a hundred maybe, and then yeah, and then and then you know, I'm, I mean, because I must admit the makeup looked uh, fantastic. Oh well, yeah, when he's that, that's man. one thing we did we did say that yeah. it's a, a great positive. They that it makes it look like David Tennant as if he's going to be yeah for the for the that's what he'll what, yeah. what would you say a hundred the hundred year anniversary of Doctor Who, he'll look like that. It could be you know because that's that's only forty years away. Mm. Because it's sixty year, it's the sixtieth anniversary in twenty twenty three. Yeah. So yeah, he probably will look like that. But um, and then but when he becomes that stupid little like alien, I called him. Goblin I thing. think I think it it's literally. I gonna say it's like the the Tweety Doctor. I mean, you know, like from Looney Tunes. Yeah. You no know, Tweety Tweety. And bro. you know, and when he shrinks, his this is the thing I I know is his <laughs> his his suit is like lying on the floor and yeah. he like crawls out of it like a like a newborn like babe like a zombie fetus like a fucking Benjamin Button and then in the next scene he's in a birdcage wearing the a, shirt. a miniaturized version of the suit yeah like did they have one custom made of the, it, it's like a purple shirt like he has underneath with yeah. like no tie and then the the trousers. Yeah, but that's they're, it. But but they're like made to fit I know, yeah. on his tiny feet. How did body. they know? <laughs> How the fuck? But in the previous scene, his clothes were clearly. He should have just been in rags or something, you know? Yeah, like fucking Dobby. He did look like Dobby, didn't he? Not to not to bring that up. I mean, it's just look. It's it's and then the resolution is is one of the dumbest I think in Doctor Who. I mean, everyone think of the same word at the exact same time. Yeah. Uh, broadcast over a mobile network. I don't get it. Yeah. Doctor, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, we save the day with prayer, and all they do as well is they just reanimate the doctor, and then he like flies through the air like, like a god. Jesus. <laughs> and, and, and and well, it is Easter. It just oh, just it's just it's just ridiculous as well, and it, it, you know he spends a whole ep- of that episode barely talking, like as as a. Um, as a as the fetus, doctor. you know, an animated the fetus doctor, <laughs> and then you know it's where's where's the bit where's the whole doctor versus master? There isn't one really, is there? Business. Um. Well. Yeah, it's just dumb. I tell it's a damp squib. The uh, only thing I like about it about that episode um, is I, I, I like um, I really like the Martha the fact that Martha leaves. Mm. Great end to her story arc. Yeah. Good for her. You know, the doctors all like, "Well, let's go, go!" Oh, the moons, yeah. the moons of poosh. He, 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 he genuinely acts like nothing's happened. Yeah, he's such a dickhead. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then Martha's <laughs> like, "No, I'm," uh, you know. And then, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I remember said last when we watched it uh, yesterday, I, I didn't like the bit where she comes back again. It says a 
random ass random story. speech about yeah. her mate oh my mate trina loved the bloke and then but he, she didn't love him back so he, she what what but anyway <laughs> i like how she says before don't you know i've i um I've got, I've got I've got people to look after, and like, she's got to get a doctor. Her doctor at the you know, um, good for her. I say, good for her. I, I what I would have liked is rather than that weird second speech she does about a random mate we don't know. Mm. She should have just said, um, you know, you you clearly are still um, not over rose, rose, which and, is true. And I'm and I'm not prepared to be um, second best. Second best. Yes. So good on here's your key. Here's your here's your key. Have a have a good time. Call me if you need any help. But I'm off. Yeah, but I do. I respect that. Yeah. Big respect. She and also Martha's one of the only, um, if not the only, uh, new Who companion to actually leave. <laughs> the rest just the rest die or die or, or get or trapped in dead <laughs> alternate realities yeah. or, or or whatever happens to Bill. Get their own fucking TARDIS. Ridiculous, oh, yeah. Or become <laughs> can't believe we got to become some sort of water lesbian. Mm. Um, but whereas Martha just leaves because she's got a job and a life and a family. <laughs> it's such a normal ending yeah. that, I, that unfortunately I feel like maybe because they've done it, they feel like they can't go back to just doing that. Yeah, good for her, I say. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Me, me too. When when we were watching it, I was like, well, bloody hell, well done, Martha. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Fair, fair play yeah. for all that's happened over this series we just went yeah well done yeah 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 it's like like Sarah Jane at the end of school reunion when mm. doctors like when they're like come with us and she's like no I can't I can't do that again I've got a, I've got a life now and yeah. she leaves as well yeah so she gets a good you know I like that um yeah yeah you're right I mean yeah it's a it's a very it's a, it's a, it's definitely a mixed bag this series isn't it I mean it's it's got a few it's got a f- it's it's a few redeeming features. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, Martha, Martha, Jack being back, even though he's wasted. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Blink, you know, some stand proper bangers. Some some very um, well beloved Doctor Who happens in this series. Yes, yes. But as a series, Master coming back in that. Exactly, the Master coming back, Family of Blood, Weeping Angels introduction. Yeah. Martha. Martha. Um, yep. You know. Yeah. There's a lot to like yeah there's a lot for the fan base to like and for us to like and f- to enjoy but the the highs are high and the lows are very low yeah, yeah. you know yeah you're right um okay all right so um ratings i feel like we've forgotten something <laughs> um let's just do a rating of the series um yeah. because i think we did a rating of the series last oh, time oh yeah that's, yeah, that's so, what we do it's what we always do um so this series is going to be out of um five what was the worst monster uh, it's going to be out of five Toclophane. Um, <laughs> nice. Those little round Death They're, Star ball things. Yeah, they were dumb as well. Um, yeah, they were really nonsensical. So the series, I'm going to give a two to- out of five Toclophane. Oh, wow. Two. Uh, actually, I'm going to upgrade it to 2.5. Um, 
uh, out of five, and I don't think I can really give it too much higher. And all of those two point five are those honorable mentions, but I'll include uh, forty two in that honorable mention, even okay. though, even though circumstance. Um, yeah, the the really good episodes drag the uh, the the shit out of the mud really <laughs> you know um so yeah yeah it's got to be it's got to be a 2.5 unfortunately saved by the good wow um and that is low yeah uh, yeah well um i yeah i'm going to give it a 3 mm. 3 uh chocolate Toblerones or whatever it was <laughs> out of five um, yeah. I think that's the first time you've given a harsher criticism uh, rating than me normally I'm the, har- the <laughs> harsh one um, <laughs> Were you about to... normally I'm the hard nut no, I right, was going to okay, say normally yeah. I'm the, right. the uh, anyway um, <laughs> yeah um, yeah I, I yeah I I get yeah for all the, all the good things we just mentioned Martha uh Jack, um, the master, uh, the Blink, Family of Blood. Um, you've got Toclophane, you've got fucking Scissor Sisters um, dancing to. Well, no, I'm listening to good things. No, no, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm saying you say all those and then all, yeah. the, all the bad things yeah. include. That's right. You know, um, Lazarus Experiment, uh, majority of it. Uh, you, yeah, you know, Jadoon. Like, like we said, it's just an animal's head on a human body. We forgot to say about Gridlock, which is cat heads. Oh yeah, that's another one. And that's yeah. just like, what. So, so this this series really is. Yeah. What animal can Russell T Davis yeah. think of or on a human? In that same episode, it's like a cat for a head, or one geezer's just blue. Yeah. Or white, or something. And the and the the monsters are giant crabs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, for for all the good, you've you've got to, you've got double the shit. Yeah. So I couldn't really give it much higher yeah. than a two point five, even though it's got the best some of the best Doctor Who in it. I mean, like I think I think the reason I'm giving it that extra, yeah, 0.5 is because Blink is so good. Well, that's no, well, no, yeah. All of the uh, all the reason for me, I'm I'm I can't remember what I gave two series two. I think I gave that a three as well, but the reason I'm giving series three a, a, an extra point five from your rating is because, for me personally, the absence of Rose <laughs> significantly improves my oh, overall enjoyment. Maybe of Doctor Who. Um, however, the presence of the tenth Doctor um, uh, negates it from getting anything higher. Yeah. <laughs> It is, um, yeah. I mean, he, you know, because he is—he's—he's he's just a massive dick. <sighs> oh well. Anyway, Alonzi. <laughs> <laughs>